As I stand to follow him back inside, my phone chimed with a text message from an unknown number. Two words I know must be from Lena. This is Skylar Resna, and welcome back to Stories Retold. Welcome back to Stories Retold, where we give stories a second chance. It's your girl, Skylar Resna, and you guys may hear a little difference in my sound. I'm recording from home today. This corona crisis has us uh, social distancing and and got me thinking a little sooner than later. I'm probably going to need a home studio to do this thing right. So, I apologize for that, but... We still have an amazing, amazing, amazing book. Today's book is I'm Not Dying With You Tonight by Kimberly Jones and Gilly Siegel. You guys, oh my lanta. I think we talked about this last time, how I was kind of leery about books that went back and forth. This book helped me to love, and I mean absolutely love, the back and forth. Um, Kimberly and Gilly are amazing when it comes to how they put both two different perspectives in the same situation and it can make you think that you know something when you don't. Now, this book deals a lot with race and it deals a lot with understanding different perspectives when it comes to black people and white people and I I love this book so much but before I get too much into it, Let's go ahead and read our summary provided to us by Goodreads. Lena and Campbell aren't friends. Lena has her killer style, her awesome boyfriend, and a plan. She knows she's going to make it big. Campbell, on the other hand, is just trying to keep her head down and get through the year at her new school. When both girls attend the Friday night football game, What neither expects is for everything to descend into sudden mass chaos. Chaos born from violence and hate. Chaos that unexpectedly throws them together. They aren't friends. They hardly understand the other's point of view. But none of that matters when the city is up in flames and they only have each other to rely on if they're going to survive the night. Okay, so if that is not the most vague summary I've ever heard, I don't know what is. Well, except for the the Friday night football game part. But before I read that, I had no idea what this is going to be about. I was just like, okay, um, you know, I'm thinking apocalyptic, the world's ending, something like that. But no, no, this is a riot in the town and the two sides are of course a black school and a white school but uh usually when it comes to like black versus white i'm like okay okay i know where this is going the story is always the same i'm completely you know aware of what's going to happen and i was so wrong and i love that i was so wrong i love being wrong when i think i know something and then i don't and i get taught something new i love it 
I love all the current cultural references they use in the book. They use the meme of the puppy in the fire, like, I'm fine. Uh, they talk about Uber and how Androids get no love, which is so true. That's why I'm team iPhone every day. Um, and it's not only relatable to me, but it's related to re- relatable to uh, young adult readers. And also, in years to come, people can look back on this book and have a glimpse into our pop culture and learn that, you know, it's team iPhone or bust. And I... I like that. I like seeing a book that I can pull out in like 20 years and be like, you want to know how we how we talk to each other? Here. Here's examples of that. And then I think about how how books have always done stuff like that. They always captured the moment of uh, where you are in time. But that's something a little deeper. But uh, getting back to the story, um, our story leaves... Two teenagers completely dependent on each other, and I cannot imagine what these girls had to go through. I read it, but I couldn't imagine doing it myself. There was so much action. Sometimes I got lost in the fighting as much as they did. As everything going on, I got just as lost. And once this story takes off, once the first punch is thrown, This book does not slow down for a second, and just when you think it does, it picks right back up, and it's not predictable and cheesy, and I love that. I hate the predictable, so this book is so real that you can experience it with them, and it's all in one night, and I know I wouldn't have made it that night. I'm sorry. I wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have done it. Um, reading this book and me being a black person and seeing what Lena goes through. So Lena is our, uh, black protagonist and Campbell is our white protagonist. Um, and as a black person, I, I know I have a, a, a somewhat fear of the police. Um, I'm not raised in a, in an environment where the police are constantly harassing me like in Lena's, but um, I definitely do have a fear of, a, of um, the worst case scenario when it comes to the police. But looking at Lena's fear, and I, I wrote down her continual fear, um, it, it's, it's that of someone who has lived through something horrific. She has seen the police do nightmarish things, the way she, she just freezes up and, and repeatedly and you see how she says that she's going to die if the police get her hands on her and reading how she freezes and that fear is so palpable, you know that she's seen some pretty horrific things. And it's it's the saddest truth of the book. It is the saddest truth. Um, I know if I saw a wall of police in riot gear, I would I would freeze, but it's different when when you see the the wall of the wall of riot right gear covered police and you also know and have seen how brutal and capable um it it could be and um that's that's scary that's that's a really scary sight and i know there are good officers out there i completely believe that i know a few of them but those few bad ones are so loud that um that fear is uh that fear's coming up. That fear is really coming up. 
So these girls are always doing the unexpected, which again, I absolutely love. Um, when Campbell is introduced, she's introduced as this uh, quiet, meek girl who uh, doesn't cause any trouble, keeps her head down like in the, um, in the, in the summary. But then we can get to this book. We see she got a little rough rider in her. I was like, oh, Campbell. Campbell chicken noodle. Don't play with it, girl. Don't play with it. <laughs> and um, Lena is introduced as this cold-hearted. I kind of picture her as like a IG model-ish type, which is uh very cold and very frigid and I'm only caring about me and my look sort of things. I'm not saying that IG models do, but that's sort of the stereotype. And um we see that she is not as cold and self-absorbed as she thinks that that I think she tried to be. And uh, we're reminded that being white doesn't equal rich and being black doesn't equal ghetto. I don't think it's a surprise that both girls have assumptions about the other and they're very wrong about each other because that's the way we do. When, like I just said about the Instagram models, it's the assumption and the stereotype that they're cold and they're just self-absorbed and they're only worried about their looks when it could be the exact opposite. Have And of course, they're human, so they have a lot of thoughts and emotions and things that uh, they care about. They want to be seen and heard so um it really teaches you that stereotypes are quite dangerous and shoot i'm sorry i just used them because um i'm not even taking the own let my own lessons that i learned from the book now um i mentioned earlier about cam campbell's rough rider side and it really shocked me uh when she was ready to get ready to fight and protect her father's store now a little backstory campbell lives with her father because her mother works internationally and she can't live with her mother as she usually has been doing. So naturally with her father, she doesn't really have a great relationship with him. So he leaves for the weekend that all this is happening. And um, during the riot, you know, people riot, they just loot stores. They just go in and start looting. And when the shop is in trouble, we see that she's willing, basically willing to die and go in harm's way to protect it. And in my mind, I see it as two ways. First, it's a shop. It's a material thing. There's insurance. You can rebuild it. It's going to be fine. Don't put yourself in harm's way to protect this thing that is replaceable. And then secondly, I understand that this shop is her family's livelihood and that's at stake because this is how they're going to survive and that's under threat and it she goes through a lot for something that we never really saw her care about in the beginning and I get it but I don't get it and I get it but I don't get it but I get it if that makes sense like I I see where she's coming from I don't think that I would do the same or who knows I might I'm not in that situation but it's just interesting to see Campbell go through that that sort of arc and um it's it was really interesting to read and really think about and um, reflect on and then there's Lena Lena I love Lena any girl you know shopaholic you want to shop cool here's where I'm mad at Lena and I want to just like throw her over the edge 
Lena is in love, in love, with this boy named Black. He calls himself Black. His mama named him Milton. I'm going to call him Milton. So Milton and Lena are in an unhealthy relationship, in my opinion. Um, she had to tiptoe around this man. She bends her life for his. She literally risked her own life to get to him. And she sees herself lucky to, to be with him. And man, so Lena gets back at the school. She call, she call him. Hey, come get me. He's like, I'm down here chilling with the boys. Make it down here and, you know, I'll take you home. I was livid. I was like, I know. I know. Good to well. I know. Did you can say that? He did not to say that. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, I was so mad. I'm reading this book. I'm yelling at him. I'm yelling at him. And and he grown. I think he's like 25, the book says. She's like, ooh, 16, 17, somewhere around there. Maybe eight. No, she's not 18. Somewhere right there. But part of me wonders, and I, the book didn't go into this, and I actually kind of like it. I'm a little hurt. I don't get all my answers, but, you know, a good book leaves you wanting. Uh, what hole does, does Black or Milton fill for her? I feel like something more is there a reason she puts up with this when she does not deserve it. And I think later on in the book, at towards the end of the book, she kind of understands that. Like, I deserve better. And I really like that transformation. It makes me smile. Speaking of the end, the end is where I see my favorite part. And um, it doesn't have a cliche button to tie it all together. The girls do not end as best friends because they're not. They're just two girls who depend on each other to get through. And the conversation of racial tensions isn't easily solvable. Just say the end, we're done. And this book was wrote in twenty that in uh this book was this book. What is wrong? This book was written in twenty nineteen. And uh even in twenty nineteen it's it's not the end of racial tensions. There's no clear cut way to solve it. But the book beautifully gives both sides a chance to speak and be heard. And we watch as these two teens go through the same night and gives us two different perspectives. And also, I want to give a shout out to my favorite character. His name is Big Baby. I love him so much. Ah! Um, you, I, I feel like if you re- when you read this book, you're going to understand the love I have for Big Baby. You understand the love I have for him. And I will always love him. Like forever. So yeah. Now my least favorite part, which brings to my least favorite character, is Milton. Who goes by, you're going to read him as black, but Milton, I can't call him black. I got to call you what your mama named you. Milton. You literally made me mad the entire book. I can't think of one moment I was actually happy. With you anyway. Um, even at the end, you're making better, better decisions. It still irritated me. It's uh, 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 uh. It just still irritated me. Like, why are you the way that you are? Did God not give you discernment? Did he not give you wisdom? Like, just go home, Milton. Just go home. Go home. He just makes me very upset, you guys. He makes me very, very mad. Oh, Lord have mercy. I can't even get up. Oh, 
Lord, I'm just so upset. Nothing makes me feel like I'm bad. Whew. So in closing, uh, this book puts two different racial perspectives in great conversation. One side was not wrong, the other side wasn't right, and they're both living their unapologetic truth. And there's a beauty in that, in not having to sugarcoat your feelings and live freely. So if you want to, I recommend this book if you want to talk about race, or if you have a, a, I would recommend it for high school classes. If you guys want to, you know, seriously sit down and have some, have some real conversations, I think it's great. Um, or a very mature middle school class, or um, a young adult, or even adult. Well, I, I really would focus on young young adults, but adults can read it too. But young adult uh, book club conversation. It is a conversation starter, you guys. So if you want to get the conversation started, pick up this book. And moral of the story, hang on to your ride or die and run. And leave Milton behind at the house. So usually at this point of the show, I tell you guys to go to your local library and pick up this book. However, most local libraries, at least mine, are closed um, due to this current crisis. So um, this book is actually available um, for an ebook. You like to read your books online, an audiobook, which I would actually, I just might download just so I can see if they use two different characters same person how they did it oh i'm sure it sounds wonderful but be safe in this corona crisis wash your hands uh, follow all cdc uh, recommendations suggestions and stay safe out here you guys i'm talking lena and campbell safe out here in these streets be safe take care of yourself take care of others be a good neighbor and until next time Own your own story, read to expand your mind, and I will see you next time. Bye!